I'm Dave. And I'm Greg. And we love watching films. Great films. Bad films. Blockbusters. Classics. Indie films. Cheesy films. Superhero films. But as dads, we especially love watching family films with our kids. So we've made a podcast all about it. This is Dads on Film. How's, uh, how's Paris, Steve? So we'll just play on the fact that it's just an interim episode to keep people happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, Paris is great. I'm there right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God, you did. Whoops. Uh, excellent. Bonjour. Is, bonjour. Ça va? Greg, bonjour. <laughs> Greg, avec. This, avec is There's we, a bit of a delay. Weird. Avec. Cop, Donde yeah. esta? <laughs> That's Donde, Spanish. That's Spanish. <laughs> Donde esta, Greg? <laughs> It's all the same. Your Bieber went Buxton. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, camping, Greg. Down in... Uh, did you see uh, Sir Tony while you were out? I'm turning, I'm turning into Tom Jones, Tom you Jones. see. Oh, uh, Delilah. Norman! Uh, Norman! <laughs> Bella lasagna! Sausages on fire! Bella lasagna! I like how in the sort of uh, Fireman Sam, uh, you know, that's like cut the current Fireman Sam, the Bella lasagna is not, but she's in, she's in one episode. She, he's like, uh, Bella lasagna used to work in the in Ponty Pandy. And she's in like this one episode. Really bad. Um, There's another one we watched called uh, Shane the Chef. I don't know if you ever watched Shane the Chef. Shane the Chef have. lives by the sea. And it's the same, it's basically... Fireman Sam, but he's a chef. And uh, there's another, there's another, another woman. She's called Mama Palenta, and she's. <laughs> it's really bad. Really bad. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure camping. I'm sure camping is great. I'm sure I'm sat outside my tent right now. Why well, do I have a lovely little routine when I'm camping? You've got amazing uh, Wi-Fi, haven't I you? Have, in yeah, the uh, in the valleys, tent. in the valleys. <laughs> I'm actually thinking I'm probably going to be cut off for entirely. Um, but um, I love getting up in the morning. As I always, I often like getting up in the morning and uh, going out and having a coffee in the garden. <laughs> but at camping, I still do the same. Like I'll get up before everyone else, sneak quietly. It's some. It's because it's peace from the kids. And it's like, yeah. I yeah. put, put my awning or pin my awning up with the poles, and then I'll get my little gas burner on and get kettle mm. on and uh, start making them. I'll just sit out with the coffee and just be at one with the campsite. It's mm. bloody lovely. <laughs> wearing my clothes. Oh, I've not spoken about... Be at about... one with those communal toilets. i tell you what we've not spoken about. What I'm probably wearing when, whilst I'm camping right now is my Crocs. Uh, both you, family you Crocs. This nice. episode is brought to you by Crocs. Um, you got yours there? Yes. Yeah. I love I've them. I've got mine on right I now. I might get a... Wearing them right I, wear them every, I wear them every single day. And this, and I got them for my birthday in January, so we're now August. Nice, and yeah. they are holding up so well. I even skateboarded in them the other day as a joke. And yeah, well, great. Like, well, that's it. I thought I thought they'd feel a little bit like you know looser, like a bit like sandals sort of thing. But actually, mm. like I could drive in this. Well, I just did drive in this. I went. You are allowed. Yeah, you are. I googled. You are allowed to drive. Do you do? Um, do you do? The thing at the front or back? At the moment at the back, but I can imagine like when I'm just popping into the garden sometimes I might just yeah, flip them to the front. That's what I do. Right. Yeah, yeah. Majority if I'm driving they're on the back. Yeah. But if I'm just around the house in the front, because you can just slip them on and off. Yeah. Dead easy. So Mac Max was why Max always I'd said for years I want a pair of crocs, and she was like, You're not having a pair of crocs. Yeah. And then for my birthday, she bought me a pair, and I was like, Oh my god, game changer. And she was just like 
you're, oh, you look so ridiculous. God, they look horrible. I bet they're not even comfortable. Oh, my God. <laughs> so then went and bought, a, bought herself a pair of Crocs. Yeah. And then the same with Ali. Ali and Rich always, like, took the mick out of me for wanting Crocs. And then when I got them, they just took the piss out of us. So uh, for the wedding, obviously, we got them a proper wedding present. But for the morning after the wedding, we turned up with these. We bought, they were fake Crocs, these ones, because oh, we were, like, they're just going to throw them away. But, I mean, they were just as good. But you bought all bought the jizz like, bullet things, yeah, what they're called. Uh, yeah, they're all the little things to put. Poking, I can't remember the cold now, but like little charms essentially, and we put like hashtag bride and hashtag groom and stuff like that. Yeah. And Rich was like the exact same thing. Oh, you! Oh my god, I'm not taking that. Oh my god, they're so comfy. <laughs> <laughs> and they they made they made it back with them after the honeymoon and everything. Yeah, so, yeah that's cool. That's cool. Excellent. Uh, so yeah, Crocs uh, recommend unofficial partners of this episode of Dads on Film. Yeah, uh, go buy your Crocs. And we've just bought family Crocs, so we've got me, Jane, <laughs> yeah. Arthur, and Tilda. You know, they're not cheap, right? When you buy four pairs, uh, like hundred and fifty yeah. quid. Uh, but yeah, yeah we've all got we've all got a pair of Crocs. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Um, cool. Um... So yeah, we, we are both away at the moment, so we recorded this episode last week along with the uh, last episode, uh, so that's why you've got no film news this week, but uh, we did want to speak in great depth about some TV, because I have finished season two of The Bear, and if you have not watched yeah. any of The Bear, it is the hottest I thing on TV. I don't think... Right have we got a um, jingle for this? Oh, we do have a jingle for this. It goes like... It's, something, about, it's something to do with TV chat. Uh, have you got a button? <laughs> do you press the button? Recorded in front of a live studio audience. TV chat. That's the one. Yes. Excellent. Yes. So... Uh, <laughs> Never yeah, get like, old. Like I say, uh, we both watched season one of The Bear on Lever's recommendation, I believe, last year. Is yeah, that right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was. Very much unheard of. Um, and actually... Season one in general kind of was quite you know low key. Um, not many people uh, had watched it, but now season two um, has been released. It, like lots and lots of people are going back watching season one. Hundred mm, um, percent. Season two, and a very good reason. Um, it's. Um, I, I think like the bear and Severance sort of hit me around the same time, and yeah. I'm trying to think back if I've seen. You know, we watch. I do watch quite a bit of TV, and I don't think anything has really sort of stood out to me the way those two uh, TV shows have done. You know, in the past, yeah, maybe in the yeah. past like five, five years, ten years, maybe something like yeah. that. Because we're ten years. We're Breaking Bad finished ten years ago in October this year, so yeah. it's like. I don't think anything else is really sort of like I've no. loved as much as Severance and, and The Bear. Yeah, yeah, it's sensational. Bloody great. Yeah. So showing is Chris Storr. Chris Storr has not done a lot before other than working a lot with Bo Burnham and uh, sort of directing mm. and producing a lot of uh, his specials and things like that. Hassan Minaj, nice. he's the guy that me and Jane stumbled upon in a comedy club in New York. And um, yeah. it turned out he was like really, really famous and does like, like a lot of sort of comedy specials and stuff like this. So um, The Bear, he's kind of based it on, um, there was a, He's from Chicago, and there was a, a shop, like a beef shop, uh, that he sort of like was very a familiar butchers. with. Was it was it a butchers? No, uh, no, no, no. It was no, a beef sorry. shop without no, no, butchers. No. It was um, yeah, sorry, it was like a beef, a beef sandwich shop in, in Chicago, like um, that inspired the bear. Yeah. Uh, and it's does um, Jeremy Allen White as um, Carby the the lead role who is um an award-winning chef who comes back his brother michael uh you, you learn during season one um passed away that you learn it's by suicide and uh he is left um 
the beef of the original beef of Chicago, this um, mm. sort of sandwich shop that's kind of on its knees a little bit, and he's left that um, to him and uh, all the staff together with it, who uh, are uh, what do you say? They, you know, they're set in the ways. Many of them, yeah, uh, including yeah. Um, Richie, who refers to as cousin, not actual cousin, uh, but. Mm-hmm. Um, Really lovely how they refer to each other as cousin, you know, Michael's oldest friend and family friend and whatnot. Uh, and then yeah. early on in season one, a uh, girl called Cindy come, turns up to, it's called Starging, where you, you know, you come in sort of like shadow basically and sort of, yeah. t- you know, uh, it's like work experience for the, in the restaurant world, uh, played wonderfully by uh, Io uh, Edabiri, who we mentioned last week, mm-hmm. does um, some of the voice work in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, and it's the story of how Kami has to sort of like, um, he's got his own demons that he's battling with, but also he has to try and find a way of making this place run better, run more efficiently. He is someone who's been at the top of his game and he, you know, he's coming right down to the bottom to sort of like, you know, make something that's you know, essentially it is a beef sandwich shop and build that up mm. from scratch and make it something that's yeah. actually worthwhile and something worth being proud of. And he's working to instill passion in these staff that are there already. You've got um, Tina uh, there, who's played by Lisa Colon Zayas, um, uh, his sister Sugar, played by Abby mm. Elliott, um, Fack, who's the handyman and, you know, an old family friend who's wonderfully played by uh, Matty Matheson, um, who you learn Yeah, do you know about. he's a... Do you know what his profession is in real life? No, what is it? He's a handyman. He's a in real life. <laughs> proper chef. No, oh, he's he? a proper like oh, amazing. world-renowned, world-renowned oh, chef. That's yeah. good. That's good. Um, yeah. So yeah, and that sort of set up season one and season one sort of like you know f- finishes on a high, but then um, opens the door for something fantastic happening in season two, where they're sort of like you know opening their own place from scratch and really sort of like gelling really as a team um, and also allows because of how wonderful season one is there's a lot of people who want to be more involved in season two you see John Berthel uh, Berthel in season one pop up for um, a brief moment but he comes back in season two Mm. for an extended flashback as Mikey which is just outstanding Uh, Oliver Platt's in there throughout as Cicero their uncle Jimmy um Jamie Lee Curtis is in season two as the mother, and that's absolutely wonderful as well. But also, you get Molly Gordon who pops up as a love interest for for Carmi, who is yeah. fantastic in there as well. She's been in the Book Smart and Book Smart, uh, yeah, yeah. And she's Good boys and a few other things. Yeah. Great. Um, I started off season two, and I text you. I was like, I'm, I'm not sure I like it because it comes. It's, it's felt very different at the start <laughs> because season one is constantly very gritty and very raw and very feels very low budget. Mm. At the start of season two, I was like, oh dear, are they coming? Are they swaggering in a bit too much of like on the success of season one? And you know, felt bigger budget, felt a bit too polished, and that sort of thing felt it. You know, but. As you told me it was going to happen, it kind of that sort of yeah. like slips away a bit and it goes raw again. And it has that, that you know, it's definitely season one, but better. It's if it's more yeah. confident in itself, that's actually probably because um, the characters are gain confidence. And actually, the whole thing, you know, um, the establishment, the characters, um, they're mm. gaining success almost with the TV show. <laughs> In yeah. a way, and it's yeah, gro- yeah, yeah. and you're growing with it. It's growing with itself, both in reality yeah. and yeah. and fictionally. Um, 
oh my god, I love this program so much. And it's I got so to... good. It's so good. Yeah, and I I like how they do something a little bit different with it. Like you know, because yeah. if it was more of the same, you'd be like, okay, well, it's they're just playing on the same tropes. I like that they kind of push themselves a little bit more. There's you know, there's a whole um, Marcus centered oh. um, episode set in, in in Copenhagen, which is just lovely. You know, an amazing extended cameo from. In fact, Will I wouldn't Poulter. even say it's a cameo. Like Will Poulter does is in you know is is a, a key highlight in this particular episode, and he's absolutely yeah. wonderful in it. I love Will Poulter. I just I think. He's great. Uh, you should go back and watch uh, Dope Sick, which was that Disney Plus thing with you know with Michael Keaton. Okay. Um, it's about um, the opioid crisis in America. Yes, and Will Porter yeah. is, is probably the main character, and he is absolutely brilliant, oh, in, that, brilliant. in that TV show. He's oh, he's just cool. so good. So yeah, so it's more confident. It does that full episode in Copenhagen, which is great. Yeah. yeah, there's the episode six is called Fishes, and it's this extended flashback episode. The entire episode is set at Christmas. Five or you know whatever year, I mean, however many years ago. Don't shit your head. I know. Yeah, you I just, about that. It's just uh, one of the best <laughs> episodes of TV. I've, I've yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like, I, and we meet more, more, more family members, and it's just pure chaos. Like yeah. we, you, we texting each other, and we like, we both. You said it, but I was like, I thought the exact same thing. It feels very uncut gems. That sort yeah. of like, um, you know, stress-inducing episode. Um, yeah. But again, meeting more more family members. Um, obviously, you said Jamie Lee Curtis playing the mum. Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk playing their uncle. Gillian Jacobs is in there. I love Gillian Jacobs. She's in Community, but she's in a really good program called Love, which was on Netflix a few years ago. Um, it, she plays uh, a love interest. Um, who else we got in there? Um uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, John Mulaney's in there playing, yeah. uh, so, you know, a, a cousin's uh, partner. Sarah Paulson pops up, which is wonderful to see. Olivia Coleman pops up later oh, on, just as a really, yes. really short bit. But which is what a lovely, a lovely moment that thing that that. Yeah. And yeah. I love the whole thing about that without giving too much away. You hold, you hear the whole thing about Chef Terry, and it's this unseen. Um, and you yeah. think of some horrible, like you know, autocratic, yeah. you know, chef in charge. Yeah. And then it's this humble, wonderful lady um, who's yeah. just passionate about what she does. And, um, oh, it's so tender and lovely. That yeah, Richie episode, yeah. I actually, in many ways, that Forks episode is yeah. is as good in a completely different way as the fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so this is the thing. I, I usually, when, when TV shows do a, a full episode about a side character, I, yeah. I, I get a bit sort of cynical about it. You know, they don't tend to be the best episodes or the strongest episodes, but I'd say yeah. there's, you know, there's pretty much three episodes. Yeah. Um, the Marcus one isn't completely about Marcus, but it's made, you know, he's the main yeah. focus of it. The fishes, fishes episode, the the flashback is you know it's about Carmi, but we meet more characters. But the the uh, forks, it's a full Richie centered episode, and I was like, oh, is he going to be good? Like you know, is he a captivating character enough? And I was like, of course he's a captivating character enough to, to hold yeah. this one episode, and it's brilliant. And I'd I'd say that's my favorite episode of the of the entire se- yeah. two season arc so far. It's brilliant, and I get we won't give it away. But there's one musical cue in the Richie episode when he's driving, yeah, um, yeah, and yeah, he, yeah. he basically jump, flies his car over a little bump, and it just dropped to this perfect note, and I was yeah. just laughing my head off and fist pumping in the air. Yeah, I love it. It's so good, so so yeah. good this season. Um, you know, we've we've got the similar themes of kind of like um, family, uh, you know, 
balancing work and, and home life, we, we bring in some more sort of love interest in there. And it's, it's an interesting sort of idea of well, what's what's more important is, is the career and the stress of this career more important than having your home life and ultimately how that sort of implodes yeah. to a certain extent it's very very well done jeremy allen white is is uh is jeremy yeah jeremy allen white yeah. is is just unbelievable you know we say all these things about these side characters being brilliant, brilliant and they all are fantastic and i i think richie might get some uh um some recognition this year for awards and things like yeah. that but jeremy allen white he holds the whole thing together and he, he is unbelievable you know he played lip in the american version yes. of shameless yes, i've seen yeah. a few like not yeah. episodes but clips of it and i'm like okay it i get it I, yeah, I, yeah. I see why why it works but uh no absolutely fantastic and i, I just can't I can't get enough of this TV show, and, I, and it, it's one of the, it's it's one of those things. Like I, I feel the same with like um, uh, I suppose maybe not to watch what we do in the shadows because it's weekly, but like Sex Education on Netflix and things. Like that. I'll just binge it all, and then I'm like, I just feel yeah. a bit lost after it. Like yeah, mm, sad. Yeah, I just want yeah. more. Yeah, it is sad when it's done because you've got. Uh, you've literally got a year to wait because I, li- I watched all 10 episodes of this in like a day. <laughs> that, that's the thing that interestingly is a little aside, that is unique to TV, isn't it? And that you don't get that feeling when you've been watching films because you've not invested so much time in them. You watch a film and when it's finished, you're like, okay, that was good. But when you're invested yeah. in a TV season as, or series, yeah. you know, and you're yeah. watching it again, you know, every episode back to back or whatever, there's, that's quite unique, I think, to TV. That sadness that you feel when it's finished. Yeah, we we felt it more so with that Daisy Jones and the Six that we watched recently because, like, we really enjoyed the music and stuff like that. And the, you know, it's no spoilers, and you can kind of guess what you want. But actually, there's some some nice little twist endings and things like that. But yeah. there won't be a. There's not going to be a season two. Like, it, it's just not going to happen. And I'm like, ah, yeah. Oh. yeah. I want more, and I know there's not more, and that's Brave even a little bit more different. Standalone season of something like that. that's quite And cool. I think that's even more, more so a little bit different from the bear, because you know, well, we'll get more bear, the bear next year. But like this one, it's not happening. There's gonna be nothing else, and I'm like, oh, f- yeah, 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 shit, yeah. what am yeah. I gonna do? <laughs> Which is, cool. uh, it's pretty wild. So yeah, anything else you want to say about the bear? No, it's just I think it's just you know, it's one of those that I'm recommending to everyone I see, um, and and and. For good reason, and you know, when people speak about it to you uh, and tell you to watch it, that you know, you've just got to do it. it there's a there's a good reason it's being recommended by everyone. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So the second TV chat I would like to talk about is something that we spoke about maybe a month or so ago, probably a bit longer, uh, thinking it was a film. Um, oh, so this was the this was the the yeah. So this is the Idris Elba um, Apple TV Plus uh, thing. Uh, hijack which we were like oh we'll watch this shocking Idris Elba film hijack it looks naff um but it turned out it was a tv show so we didn't do anything you know we didn't we didn't bother watching it we put it on last week maybe like let's think maybe Wednesday there's only seven episodes so let's say Wednesday Max like oh just put that on we'll just you know we'll just get through it we need something new something we can just sort of like uh you know get done nice and easy um Started watching it, and so it basically the, the the premise is it's a plane from London to uh, sorry for a plane from Dubai to London. It gets hijacked. It's a seven hour flight, and it kind of does that thing like twenty four does, but it's not it's not Pablo packing in. Sorry, um, 
it's not sort of officially in real time like like 24 is, but basically seven episodes. The first episode is them getting on the plane and taking off. What's and then the that Joseph end Jordan of that episode we watched. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I can't remember the full. Yeah. The flight number, wasn't it? Like 14. But that was like a real time, like. Yeah, three yeah, pretty much. So it does that, and it's like every episode then is like, you know, we're six hours to London, so you know you've got six hours left, and it's all going to wrap up by the, the sixth, you know, the, the seventh episode. Um, I start watching it, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm already seeing problems and, you know, whatever, and uh, it it it's naff yeah. on paper. Oh. Ask me if I enjoyed it. Did you enjoy it? loved it <laughs> it's it's shit it's proper shit and every single beat that happens you're like yeah that's gonna happen yeah. but ask me if i was gripped man i was full on like edge of my oh, seat brilliant. all the way through and we were like oh yeah this is ace oh. and what i like about there's a few things i like about it it just plays idris and like you know fine whatever but actually it works really well he's, he's just playing luther yeah. but it, it it actually works quite well in this one yeah. i'd like the idea of the kind of confined space we we we, we see you know um there's some stuff going on with like the, the British government. They're deciding what to do. There's some air, tra- air traffic controllers who are talking and things like that, which we see. We see a bit with his family at home and, and that. But that's about it. Then the majority of it is set on this plane. Yeah. And it's captivating. It, it really is. And again, I just want to stress, it's not, you know, <laughs> it's stupid. It's so stupid. And you're like, okay, well, that doesn't make sense how that happens. You know, and this, that wouldn't happen. And da, 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 da. But... It works, and I was completely gripped for seven hours. We were finished watching it on Friday night, and we were both like, shit, that was yeah. really, really good. Like, yeah. again, it's not, but it is. <laughs> I just want to stress this. Uh, it's not like, you know, it's not Citizen Kane or anything like that. It, it's it's more, let's say, uh, Captain America Civil War than Citizen Kane, but you're fully gripped for the entire time. Who is it? Oh. I need to get my swimming stuff on. Swimming stuff on? Yeah. Come on then, mate. Hello, matey. Can you hear me? Uh, yes. Hello. So, some films you need to get your dad to let you watch. Okay. So, Dungeons and Dragons. I think you'd really like it. What's that? It's very good. It is good. Dungeons and Dragons, oh, Greg. Uh, You've got the tell dad. I've not got the other one. Oh. Oh, what's that coming to? Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, and Shazam. I think you'd like Shazam as well, Arthur. What have you got to tell me? Dungeons and Dragons and Shazam. Shazam. Okay, we'll do that. Should we do that this holiday? What's that? The films that they think you'll really like. What about a new Jurassic World? Is there a new Jurassic World? No. Hopefully they're done with that. Now. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway, go and get some stuff because we need to finish this off. Okay, here you go. Right, that's quick. Where's my swimming stuff? Let me just help him out. Bye, mate. Um, yeah, so I, I really... Hello, my friend. So I, I really enjoyed Hijack. And what I also like is um, the, high, air quotes, hijackers are uh, white British people for the for the most part. And, you know what I mean? It doesn't, doesn't do what you would expect. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's great. And that's on Apple TV Plus now. There you go. Splendid. Okay, so I thought we'll do a little... Uh, I've got a little quizzy type activity for you. Do we need to write okay. down 
you, you might it might help you to write down okay. but i will also be competing against you okay in this one and it's a game we've played uh i don't think we've ever played it on the uh podcast before yeah. um however we've definitely played it in the past and i've given it a title and i now have some rules okay, okay. so this is now called the movie multiverse Ooh. Ooh. and basically it's the actor connecting game okay, okay. oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. You, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna generate two actors online. Yeah. A random actor generator, uh, and we've got to connect them via films. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, so you know, for example, um, let's say uh, it was Jim Carrey and uh, Cameron Diaz. Okay. Right. You'd go. Well, Jim Carrey and Cameron Diaz are in the mask. Great. But if they weren't in the mask together, you could go, okay, well, Jim Carrey was in Eternal Sunshine of Spotless Mind with Kate yeah. Winslet, who was in The Holiday with Cameron Diaz. We used to play this And, you know, Spain, you could extend we? it. Yeah, we did. We did. And you can extend it as much as you want. However, right, the, the winner will be whoever gets it first. I don't care how long it is. Uh, wait, that's what she said. It's whoever gets it first. <laughs> okay. okay? Um, however, I have some rules for you. Yeah. Just to make things a little bit more difficult. There's yeah. five rules. Yeah. Here is the first rule. Yeah. You cannot link to a film in a gratuitous franchise, especially, air quotes, the Twatty Ten. Any Marvel, DC, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Mission Impossible, Twilight, Hunger Games, Bond, Jurassic Park, Fast and the Furious, those type <laughs> of films. Okay. okay? Right. So if, you know, just ask yourself, is this film a gratuitous franchise? If it is, don't touch it. Go cool. a long way. Around, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second one, voiceovers of sorry, voice roles cannot be used. Yeah. Um basically because they could have their own game. Yeah. Yeah. Third rule is no cameos. Yeah. So for example, uh Dustin Hoffman popping up in the holiday again wouldn't count because okay. it's just a cameo. Yeah, yeah. Um fourth rule, if you can't think of the actor's name or the name of the film, it can't be used. Yeah. So if you like, oh yeah, but uh, uh, Catherine Zeta Jones was in that with uh, that guy, and then he was in whatever. You can't do it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then the fifth rule: rule, it's films only, no TV. Sure. Okay. Go. Okay. So random movie generator is bringing up Daniel Craig. Yeah. And Michael Douglas. Okay. Yeah, okay. Let's go. And I'll I'll put some music in and I'll do some editing. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Okay. So. Oh, that's oh man, the, the whole non-franchise thing makes it well more difficult. Yeah, it really it. does, doesn't it? Because like um, that could have been quite easy actually. Otherwise. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I. It's the pressure for me. I. I really struggle. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. No, I'm struggling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a game as well. Uh, okay. And it's got to be actors. It can't be anyone else involved. It's got to be cast. Yeah. 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 Oh, shit. Oh, we're getting somewhere. Okay. Got it. Got it. <laughs> right. Do it. Go on. Hang on a sec. Uh-oh. Right, I'm going to go from Daniel Craig. I remember it now. Daniel Craig. Yeah. Glass Onion. Yeah. yeah. Kate Hudson. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. You, me, and Dupree. Uh, yeah. She's in You, me, and Dupree. Right? I'm not making that up. I think. Yeah, she, I think she is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
And isn't Michael Douglas in that? I don't know. Oh, oh, uh, is that where we can? Is that where we go? Yeah, he is. How the hell did you know that? Yeah, nice. That was a good one. Oh, okay. That's it. That's quite so, short, actually, isn't it? Yeah, that was quite good. Uh, so the other way, Michael Douglas is in uh, the game with Sean Penn, who's in the Secret Life of Walter Mitty with Ben Stiller, who's in. Uh... Oh no, that wouldn't make make a difference actually. I did Michael Douglas to Michael Douglas. Never mind. Okay, well done, Gregory. Cool. That took about, what, five minutes? Yeah. Should we edit, do another one? Edited down, to, edited down to, what, 40 seconds? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Um, okay, do another one. Okay. Let's do... Sorry, one second. Generate. Okay. This should be easy, I can imagine. Okay. And I, gu- I guarantee a lot of these sounds will be like, someone will go, yeah, they're in a film, they're in that film together. And yeah. we'll be like, oh, I didn't even realise they were in a film together. Yeah. Okay, so we have got uh, Ewan McGregor to Russell Crowe. Okay, go. Um, okay, let's think about this. I think... Uh, yeah, I think I've done it. Yeah. Is it, is it, oh, is it horrible. Is it by any chance to be Joaquin? No, it's not. So, uh, Ewan McGregor is in this... Do you remember that horrible Johnny Depp film called Mordecai? No. Remember, it's really random. He's got like he plays a British guy. He's got a big mustache. So, Hugh McGregor's in Mordecai with Paul Bettany, okay, and Paul Bettany is in Master and Commander with Russell Crowe. Have you seen Master and Commander? Uh, I don't think I have. No. It's excellent. Oh, cool. Yeah. Exquisite film. Excellent. Uh, Paul Bettany plays uh, Darwin. Charles Darwin. Well done. Um, okay. Good. Let's excellent. do one more round. Yeah. Flash last this one. bitch out. Yes. Yeah. So this is the decider. Yeah. Um, let's go for Aaron Eckhart. Yeah. To Timothy Dalton. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Let's think about that one. Okay. Got to do it through that. Um, yeah. Oh, man. It's not the uh, best game for a podcast, really, is it? <laughs> um, oh, I've done it. What? Oh, and I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember my steps now. Uh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So, who was the first one? Aaron Eckhart. Okay, Aaron Eckhart yeah. is in Olympus Has Fallen. Yeah. Uh, you know, that Gerard Butler one with Morgan Freeman. Oh, okay. yeah, Who's yeah. in Hang Going on. In Style. You've gone for, you've gone for that with Aaron Eckhart and Morgan Freeman. They're in The Dark Knight together. 
gratuitous. Oh, is it really? Gratuitous. Oh. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, so, uh, Aaron Akar is in, yeah, Olympus Has Fallen with yeah. Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Who's in Going With Style. Yeah. Going, Going With Style, the Zach Braff directed one with Michael Caine, because I could have just done Michael Caine to Aaron Akar in Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With Michael Caine, who's in Harry Brown. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which was the sort of where he's like ace and stands up for himself. Yeah. Um, with uh, John Bradley. Yeah. Filch. Yeah. Yeah. Who's in Hot Fuzz. Yeah. And then Timothy Dalton's in Hot Fuzz. Every yeah. farmer's in their <laughs> mums have got guns around here. Yeah, and Timothy Dalton's in Hot Fuzz, obviously. There you go. Cool. Whoa. There's going to be some editing was- on that. I was summer. I was trying from Timothy Dalton Hot Fuzz. I was going to go Simon Pegg because Simon Pegg's you fast track to Hollywood from yeah. there, isn't it really? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then I was going to try to find a way to go. Yeah. But to be honest with you, I probably would have gone Dark yeah. Knight. Um, yeah. At some point. Cool. Okay. Excellent. Two Good. one. Well done. Good game. All right. All right <laughs> Let right, us right, know right. how you would do them, or if you want to send us any to do. I don't know. Cool, thanks. Could be a thing. Harry Brown stars Plan B. Do you remember Plan yes. B? Yes. Yeah. said, I love you, boy, I love you so. There we have it. A bit of a shorter episode this week, but as as we said, we are away on our holidays. So, yeah. Um, not much else kind of coming out, really. Because um, of the the strikes and stuff, there's a lot of stuff being pushed back. So I'm not actually sure like what the next kind of big film is, really. No, I'm um, not sure either. Uh, we'll find stuff to talk about. Okay. I'm sure. Yes, five more episodes left in season five of Dad's on Film. Uh, we're going to finish. I've decided we're going to finish uh, season five um, with a big kind of like uh, uh, almost like films to be buried with type thing okay. that I've been I've been writing for a, a little bit okay so yeah we'll, so we look forward to that in five weeks time. excellent maybe i don't know anyway enjoy the rest of your holidays gregory you can buy us a beer at buymeacoffee.com forward slash dazzle film pod thank you everybody for listening send us your reviews your thoughts all that shit uh yeah there we go cool peace